<laughs> you always got ammo. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of WHBCU Radio. I am Cedric Shamal, a.k.a. Said the Vegan. I went to the Norfolk State University, and I'm also a member of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. What's good, good people? This is your man, Jonas and Kosi, representing Lincoln University, PA. We don't come to play. Look the other way. We come to slay all day. 50 years of hip-hop. Give y'all a little something right there. Yeah. Bars. Damn, those are, those are some strong bars, bars, man. Bars. And I am Ja James, who also hails from Norfolk State University and the greatest illustrator to ever come out of Norfolk State University. How about that? Bu- bu- yeah. Bu- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we got a loaded show today. We got a lo- loaded show. We got a lot to talk about. You know, we got some things to talk about. The topics we're going to talk about today, just to let you guys know, we're going to talk about dating at an HBCU. We're going to talk about to be Greek or not to be Greek. We're going to talk about that band life. Even though some schools don't have a band or <laughs> they were late to the party, they're here now, you know. So <laughs> frat life, you know, uh, the, the good segue in, you know, this this week, uh, last week we celebrated 60 years, my chapter, 60 years at Norfolk State University. So I was down in the Hampton Roads area fellowship with a lot of brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. I, I can actually say this weekend I fell in love with the frat all over again. That's and beautiful, man. I found man. A, a new appreciation for the fraternity. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so what it's like when you are when you weren't there? You felt like it was kind of dying down. You know what I'm saying? You weren't really active. Or- what, what what sparked it? Like I'll say, over the years, you know, like the, these last two or three years, you know, sometimes you can get into your your circle, and and just stay in that. And I say bubble, and just stay in that bubble, and you're not meeting new brothers, you're not joining an alumni chapter, you're not active, so you're just operating in your space, and you know, celebrating 60 years at Norfolk State University. I I you know I went back. It was brothers that I've never met before. And I've been in the bond over 20 years. It's brothers that I've, I've never met from the 80s and the 70s. And it was just like, wow, like an, a newfound appreciation for it. We've crossed like some new lines. So it was new brothers. So it was, I was like in the middle. There were new brothers that just crossed that I met. And there were brothers that had been in the bond longer than me that I had never met before. So it was just, it was interesting, you know, just to be in that space, you know. Dope, man. That's, That's what's, what's up, up man. man. I'm glad yeah. to hear that, man. Yeah, so it was it was just great to be back. You know, it was great to be back. So let me ask you this. How many people crossed on your line when you came out and now, you know what I'm saying? What 99. So, the, so so you won't butcher it. So I crossed in 1999. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So I won't butcher it. You wasn't, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I never knew, man. You never yeah. told me, bro. I, so but I butchered some meat if I didn't see it. Yeah, you know so I, I crossed in 99, fall 99. Uh, yeah, so on my line, it was 20 of us. And that's considered a big line. So, so you know, when you, when you go to some schools, you know, uh, when I first crossed, there were some people that were like, that's too big, that line is too But at Norfolk State, we, we everybody has huge interest meetings. So I would go into some schools, you know, we, we can have an interest meeting and have over 200 guys come out to want to be cappers. You know, so some schools, they may, like, well, we, we never had that many people at, at an interest meeting. So, you know, it's to pledge or not to pledge, you know, alumni or not to be alumni. So, you know, I will say that Epsilon Zeta is a non-hazing, you know, chapter. You know, we don't believe in hazing, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you sign your name on the paper <laughs> and you just, you know, <laughs> you know so, uh, yeah. For, for political, technical reasons, yes, we are non-hazing organization. Man, you know, we, you know, we missing Mark Anthony, <laughs> yo. We need Mark Anthony on the show yeah, today. Yeah, that and and with that being said, we've been off the yard for several years, you know, but we are a non-hazing Organization, <laughs> but y'all nice. back now. Yeah, we're back. The weather's good, by the way. You okay, know, it's man. hot and hazy with no signs of letting up. <laughs> okay, that's what's yeah. up, man. I'm glad yeah. to hear that, man. Yeah, back sir. And full y'all of fact. Moves, yeah. man. Yeah. So, did you have a line name when you were, you know, representing yeah. the twenty? Like, I don't want to butcher that. Y'all. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I did. I did have a line name. My my line name was Triple Threat. Okay, Damn. basketball affiliated. Okay, yeah, Triple Threat. But it was it was my line name was because I was online three times. Uno, dos. Tres. Ah. Yeah, I was online three times. Can't get, couldn't, couldn't get it right. That's creative, triple yeah, threat. Yeah, triple threat. Yeah. They <laughs> mad at that, but you, but you, but you came through. You know, what I'm saying? saw it through. Rep- yeah. And they, they got a good dude, man, who yeah. repping it down. Because I will tell you, man, you really rep your squad. Bro. Yeah, like man. you do, you rep it well. 
You know what I'm saying? So I got to give you that, bro. You do rap well, man, for your yeah. squad. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it, you know. Shout out to <laughs> Epsilon Zeta Chapter. You know, Cap Office of Fraternity Incorporated, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you're doing your thing, man. I ain't, I ain't mad at you, bro. So I guess, you know, when we talk about, you know, Greek life and to, to Greek or not to Greek, man, I wish when I see brothers like yourself, I was like, man, I wish I'd have did that. Wish you it's did. not too late. You can still see, do it. Nah, but it don't feel the same, bro. I mean, I know cats do it after, you know what I'm it saying? It don't feel authentic. I get it. I'm not, I get I don't it. not, because, you know, it. you got, I don't know, because I'm not knocking anybody who does it later, because, you know, it's funny, my grandfather, he he uh, joined Kappa Alpha Psi when he was like in his seventies. Yeah, damn. <laughs> you know he said, damn. "Damn, he was playing with it. He you know wanted it <laughs> before I died, nigga. Before I die, you know, I'm hey. going to get this KA Psi." Hey, he did it though. You know what I'm he so did I'm it. Like, Seventy. Damn. It was like, wow, my man wasn't playing with it. You yeah. Know so if so, if you were to join an organization. <laughs> What would it have been, you know? Man, like like I tell y'all, man, I have a lot of respect for all the different fraternities that are out there. But for myself coming up, you know, it's interesting because my grandfather was a capo. He did it in his 70s. So coming up, you know what I'm saying, he never really talked about it. You know what I mean? I didn't even know he wanted to do it. We just turned around yeah. and bam, you know what I'm saying? So he, he, so he pledged at 70? He, 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 like he got, he went. I don't know how the whole thing went down, but he joined the, the D.C. chapter. Oh, okay. I, I, th saying. I thought he went back to undergrad and, and joined. Yeah. That'd have been gangster, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get this paddle today, my real brother. real gangster. God yeah. damn. He, yeah. he, you know what I'm saying? He met my grandma. They went to A&T, so they Aggie. Oh, yeah? You know so that's where they, they did their thing. Well, and so this is, this is what's funny, though. My father, he was on the, the charter line of Omega Sci-Fi at Duke University. Wow. So, so your, your your dad is a old is a Q? Is a Q, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so your dad a Q. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So that, then you know what I mean, it was but coming up, he didn't talk about it that much. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't okay. like, you know, but he had his and I think for him, you know, not really going not being at an HBCU, being in a fraternity allowed him to have that brotherhood, that connection with people who look like him, you know what I mean? Because at that time, you know, you feel like you're on an island yeah. when you're not, you know what I'm saying, in your if you're not in an element like that, you know what I'm saying? So that, and I could see that, you know what I'm saying? But when we came out, he never really talked about him being an, an Omega. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm, when I'm growing up in DC, like the only person who like really put fraternities in my face was my homeschool teacher. I was my, um, my homeroom teacher, gotcha. uh, Mr. Warren, you know what I'm saying? He was an alpha, mm. you know what I'm saying? So anytime the alphas at Howard would have an event, we were all, I was always able to go. And that was because, of, you know what I'm saying, his influence, you know what I mean? So me going to college, that was the point when I probably would have, you know what I mean, more gravitated to. Yeah. Uh, and then my pastor up, was a Sigma, you know what wow. I'm saying? You know what I mean? So it was crazy. But nobody really ever like, hey, Jonas, woo, 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 you need to, you know, why don't you consider this, that, and the third? Mr. Warren was like, yo, this is where you should go type of thing. You yeah, yeah, yeah. And you meet all the different alphas who were in D.C., and they was cool too. So that's, yeah, so. Is that Juice? Pollen, man. Yeah. So, so what about you, brother? You you had any uh, goals and aspirations? Oh, so you so you said you didn't you wouldn't join the fraternity because you was um you you had the Mary J. Blige sy uh, syndrome. What's that? Real love. Oh, you wow, bro. <laughs> You're searching for oh, some real love. Yeah, I, when I was on campus, I thought I was gonna find my wife, bro. But I don't, <laughs> I'm not. But nah, man. So. Dang, I was smooth, man. You sound just like the album, man. Um, you about to do a, you about to step. <laughs> <laughs> but, but nah, man. Like I, I, you know, you see him around. You like, oh, that's some cool dudes. And um, but like I was nervous to do that okay. because like I'm behind the, I'm a behind the scenes cat. I don't like being like in front of people. So like, you know, I always thought, yo, what if like I got in one and I step and like I missed like a step. That would I felt like that would be embarrassing or like you know probates and all that like that happens though I I, I stepped in the show and I, <laughs> and I, I missed a, I missed a step and I, I missed a I heard of, that story you gotta yeah. say the story yeah, though I, man I missed a couple of steps yeah I missed a couple of steps yeah so <laughs> I was I think we were at VCU you know, <laughs> people don't know what VCU is that's the Virginia Commonwealth it's in Richmond that's Richmond in Virginia. Virginia and we doing the step show. And I'm at the step show, and I'm in, I'm in the back. So we, I think we had a setup where it was like three in the front, three in the back. Um, but we weren't directly in front of each other. No, you were like stagger. So one, 
one front, one back, one front, one back. So it was like zigzag almost. And I dropped my cane. But the thing about, this is the crazy thing about stepping. Nobody knows when you mess up, except for maybe other Greeks. It's almost like going to speak in front of a group of people and you say, I'm nervous. Nobody knows you're nervous, but you keep telling us you're nervous. You're nervous so now yeah. we're going to look for your mistakes. So when I dropped my cane, this is how old, and I'm just going. I'm going to date myself. So, and I dropped my cane. This is the <laughs> dance I went into. I don't know if y'all are even familiar with this dance. When I dropped my cane, I went into the bank head bounce. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so I, I instantly start bank head bouncing. Triple threat. Yeah. So, so you I start stepping and dancing. So, I, so I dropped the, the I dropped the cane, but the way I went into it is <laughs> nobody knew I messed up. So after right. it was over, people were like, "We didn't even know you." So I dropped it. Oh, do the from Belusky. <laughs> And I just went into the, the bank head bounce. And I was just like, you know, and then it was transition. So we transitioned into another step. I picked the cane up and went right. But I banged. I dropped the joint. Uh, 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 and I'm like, and, and kept it going. Girl, you see that girl. Kept it going, yeah. I'll never forget that, yeah. Bank so, head yeah. bouncing, man. Bounce. So, no, so nobody knows. It's, it's, to me, I put it in the same category as giving a speech. And, yeah. for, and you can forget the words. If you if you forget what you're about to say, but you just start talking, nobody knows what is next in yeah. your speech but you. And it's like, damn, you know what 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 do I do? So you got to keep going, you know, or you just start over, you know. But nah, that's real though, man. And you know, man, shout out to all the Greeks and the sororities yeah, out man. here. Shout out to them. who are touching lives. You know, what I mean, making an impact, creating creating friendships and bonds. You know, what I mean, so definitely a good look, man. And you know, I got a, one of my closest friends. He's a sigma. You know what I'm saying? He did it at uh, Lincoln, the Moo Chapter, my man Garrick Younger. That's my man right there. So many good, so many good uh people in that in different Greek organizations who made an impact on my yeah, life. Yeah, so y'all y'all have single letter chapters at uh, Yeah, man, which is major. You know, Lincoln, they forgot the the single letter chapters, which is real dope. So yeah. much love. So I guess it's good to know that Lincoln had something because they didn't have like the social aspect of it. So y'all didn't have a band, y'all didn't have a basketball team, y'all didn't have a football team. Y'all didn't have a soccer team. Y'all didn't have a volleyball team. You know, um, y'all didn't have a, 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 a cafeteria. So, <laughs> God. This dude right here talking trash. He going down the line, man. This dude, this dude is crazy, for yeah. real, man. Y'all didn't, have, this, man. Y'all didn't have benches. Y'all didn't have trees. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll I'm, tell you what we did have. We had accreditation. I will Ooh, tell you that. We had, a, we had accreditation, you know what I mean? Accreditation. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Stay, yeah. Over, stay over there, stay over there. <laughs> so, y'all, so y'all were giving out degrees? No, we, we're earning degrees. You know what I mean? That's what we're doing. We're earning degrees. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Honor, honorary degrees. Honorary. Yeah, this guy. But, but I, I will say this, like to transition, um, so definitely so we can stay on task and keep our viewers abreast of what's going on and we not get long-winded to let you know that we do have a – a power pack show that we want to give you guys today, but we would we wanted to cover certain aspects of HBCUs, and one of the components of the, of the podcast is not only to uh, inform people, but sometimes educate people and give you a up and close up close personal look at like what happens at HBCUs, and we're talking about frat life, to be Greek or but, not to be Greek, but one of the things you know we can come back is I've always looked at it as like dating at HBCUs. And the transition for me is whenever I meet someone that went to North Carolina A&T, the majority, that is one of the few HBCUs. And I've been around a lot of HBCUs, but it seems like the small HBCUs are definitely uh, relationship oriented. You know, mm. and you, you meet a lot of people that say, I met my wife there. I met my husband there. And to me, leading that charge has been uh, North Carolina A&T. Whenever I meet a woman from North Carolina A&T, she has a ring on her finger. Wow. And her husband, majority of the time, of course, I'm not saying all, but the majority. And whenever I meet, you know, a guy from, you know, I met, I met my wife. So, you know, speaking about dating, you know, it seems like that is a culture that is promoted on that campus. You know, uh, and I don't know, you know, you went to Lincoln and I was going to ask, you know, about Lincoln Lincoln being small, you know, how was that there? Was it a school that pro- promoted that? Like, this is your wife before you leave here. Make sure you look. No, nah, that's a great question. I wouldn't say that it promoted it. They just allowed us to be social. So it's <clears> funny. <throat> so when I came to Lincoln, I came in my summer. 
So we were we had this program called Laser and Dr. Williams, he was like no fraternizing. <laughs> like, man, so it kind of shut you down right. that first summer. Like, you can't talk to none of the girls, you know what I'm saying? You can't engage in relationships. But my boys always found a way to get with somebody they had interest with, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. even though he told us no fraternizing, you kind of already saw who were the couples type of thing, you know what I mean? Whether he was sitting on the bus when we were going on trips. But it was kind of like, man, no talk and stay focused on your work. And I kind of like took that throughout my time there, you know what I mean? But when you talk about dating on, on campus, you know what I mean? Of course, you're going to engage with people. Of course, you know what I mean? But the thing about it is you got to be, because it's so small, people know who's seeing who, going back and forth. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, you know what I mean? Like, shoot, man. That's one thing. I don't know, man. Like, I was so in my books, man. I mean, and I never like to be around people who I'm going to see every day. Oh, that is just me. You know what I'm saying? I never was that type of dude. I wouldn't like seeing people. I like some distance. You know what I'm saying? But that's crazy too. So I was dating people back home in DC. You know, I would come home on the weekends type of thing. You know what I mean? So I kinda like, but I think it's good to date on college campus because you get a chance to engage, you get a chance to maintain a level of balance. You know what I'm saying? You get to, you know, enhance your social skills. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. But you know what, man? One thing I can say, man, these kids today, they got it good. Cause they got like they can get on like apps now. And like but that messes the game up, though. Yeah, it messes yeah. the, game it messes up. the game up because, you know what I'm saying? I get it. Like, dudes, like man, we hunters, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to, like, you got to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the technology piece, like, that it is does mess point. it up. Because, like you said, like, I remember, like, I used to go to this, what was a small cab? I can't remember what it was called. Um, what was the small cab called? You remember? The small cab. Nah. We, 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 used to, we used to call it, we used to call it the small cab and the big cab. Well, the big, small cab. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Like, I remember it was this chick, man. I would see her all the time. Because, like, where, like, um, my major was, it was, like, right in front of this dorm called Scott. And then there was a little cab. And I would just see her, you know what I'm saying, just walking. And I'm like, yo, that girl was amazing. Like, I got to speak to her. And, like, every time I would, like, see if I can find her, she was never there. But one day I saw her in the little cab. And I was like, you know what, let me go up and say something to her. And it was just beautiful, man, just that interaction. So I get it. And we went out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so did I you, mean, did, went out. Did you date her in college? I didn't. I didn't. No, nah, I didn't. I didn't date her. So where did y'all go? You say y'all went out. Where did you take her? Man, so check this out. So this was fly back in the day. If you can get a taxi, I ain't had no car. So, like, if you get a taxi, that was fly. So I had some money. So we, went, <laughs> so we got a taxi. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? And then we went down to downtown Norfolk and we went to um we went to MacArthur Mall. That's what's up, man. That's a dope. That's a nice mall. I remember that trip. You've been there before? I mean, going down to That's like the Tyson's corner of Norfolk. Yeah, that's dope. Norfolk, Virginia. So so where is she now? I don't know. You should look her up, bro. I should look her up. I don't even remember her damn name, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So you haven't run into her when you go down for homecoming or anything like that? Well, he doesn't, he, he doesn't. I'm not as active as this, as this guy. Okay, that's a bad. Like, this you. guy, he's, you. you know what I'm saying? But it was cool, man. You could go to the movies, like, when that was cool. But you know what's crazy? This dude laughed, I'm telling bro. you, it's crazy. I'm but see, this guy, this guy's a freaking capper. Like, <laughs> he lived off campus. I think he moved off campus in, like, 10, I mean, sophomore year, man. You know what I'm saying? I did. So, you know what I'm saying? So, get, like... Nah, man. Like that's that's too. You know what I'm saying? But no, nah, I'm just laughing because he said the movies. I'm that just shit like, was cool back then. <laughs> but I'm now saying, you can't. You can't. So, so I, the what? movies is always cool, but uh, I mean, sophomore. You're a college student. You broke, bro. You know I had a TV with a DVD Get the player. I got here, man. Nah, man. You can't come. Nah, man. I mean, you got look. When you in college, you gotta improvise. So, you gotta that, do what you probably, gotta do. He had. A, you probably had a roommate, right? I did. You had a roommate, so you was off campus. You didn't have a roommate then. You was on your own. So my first, for my my first place, I had I didn't have a roommate. I had my own place. See, you can't. We can't <laughs> talk, bro, because you want. That's different, bro. So I remember my mom gave me all of her furniture. So oh. my, so my my joint was furnished. <laughs> you know, only thing I didn't have though was a bed. So the crazy thing is, I had a dude. <laughs> I had a dude that I knew that. Had a bed and he didn't want to pay for storage anymore, so he let me 
get his bed. The only thing was, it was a water bed. <laughs> <laughs> this Batman had a water bed. Yo, you was the man that lo- yo, bro. I this say guy, less, man. Bro. Yo, so man. you had a this water guy. bed in your old sophomore year. I'll say, you know what? So to be exact, I'll say, you know what? I'll say going into my junior years when I did this, like I moved up, so like going into my junior year. So yeah, so yeah. So I had nah, a water, lying, I, man. I had a, <laughs> so I had a water bed, but it, it was like. That shit was is it was old school but cool at the same time. Cause nobody on campus probably had a water bed, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, but keeping water in that shit was hard, man. <laughs> so how often did you have to do that? Shit, I had a hard. I, I got. I didn't even know how to operate the water bed, so I'm trying to fill that shit up, like from the sink to the. Da- I mean, but you know. So then you know it was cool when it was just me sleeping on it, but when somebody came over, you realize like shit, I don't have enough water in the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, like they laying in the bed, we laying in the bed. Like you know, the less <laughs> the less water you have in that shit, it's like you really moving. I'm like, damn. So it was it was it's, yeah, that was that was a story within itself. Yeah, but then you graduate and you get a, a queen size bed. You know, so it was cool. Yeah, but. Living off campus was cool, man. But also, I'll say this: you start having responsibilities early as oh. shit. <laughs> of course, you living off yeah, campus, yeah, you got to yeah, maintain right. the spot. Rent, you man. can't focus on you. Rent. <laughs> but the crazy thing I remember, like I think my first apartment when I moved off campus, rent was. Or I think my rent was like seven fifty, for a night. I had a nice one bedroom, man. It was nice. Wow. One bedroom, washer dryer. That's unheard of nowadays. Wash and dryer, wall to wall carpet, central air, central heat. That joint was nice. Damn man. See, see yeah. bro, this is what I could I could definitely see you living off campus. See me, I was like, I just want to keep it simple. I'm focusing on my grades. Let me get out of this school. Let me make sure my grades on point. Let me focus on getting out of here. But you, you like, I gotta do that, and I gotta get my own place. I gotta have my water bed. I gotta pay rent. Man, this is a guy. lot of action, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, man. Yeah, so I was trying I to move up. Yeah. With, I was bro. trying to move off campus. I was trying to join the fraternity. Uh, I was running for SGA president. So you did all yeah, of that. So, huh, I, so like my first two years, I was an RA in the dorm. So I had, so I had my, you know, my two, my room and board was free. I was an RA in the dorm. Y'all had RAs on yeah, campus. Yeah, you were RA your freshman year. Mm, hold on, no, you, I'm, I'm tripping. So not my freshman year. Say, yo, you Third. was going hard in the paint. <laughs> nah. you was telling your freshman class what to do. <laughs> nah, you know what? So no, nah, so I, I was already. Yeah, I was already in the towers on the fifth floor. I remember. So my freshman year. Damn. Yeah. So my freshman year, I wasn't, but I was. I knew when I came back next year, I was going to be an RA. That's dope. Because man. I was thinking like, all right, my refund check is going to be bigger because if my room and board is paid, I can get that. You know, RA, you know, okay, so and then <laughs> RA, RA, we had not only room and board, but we had, they, I think they fed us too. So yeah, room and board. So, so yeah. You, wait, they. Yeah, so when you're RA, you get you get the room in your, you know, room and, and food so you can eat, right? Everybody? I'm going to tell y'all, yeah, yeah RA dudes is cool, the, man. The, the, the luxury So the life, RA, man. it was kind of like a tough spot though. And we had a suite. Because you had to like keep everybody, like what we all check. do, you got to keep everybody in check. So yeah, yeah you got to be like, nah, son, you can't. I'm like, son, what are you talking about? I can't. Man. You stay doing with me. Right, 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 right. You right. can't yeah. smoke. You couldn't act like, so you couldn't smoke uh, in, in the dorm. You couldn't sneak girls in. So I was already, I was in the corner unit. And so when you already give you a suite. Yeah. So we had our, we had a bathroom in our room. So that means we didn't have to share bathrooms in the hallway with everybody else. <laughs> so that was the beauty of it. So, but I, my, I was cool. I was a cool RA. Um, if dudes wanted to smoke, you know, instead of me being the police, I was like, you, know, I, you can't stop people from smoking. But if you walk past the room, I'm like, so what they would do is they would put a towel oh, under, under the, the door, door yeah, 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 to yeah, stop yeah. them from smoking. So, I mean, that that was what it was. And I had the I had the baseball team, so if they got out of line, all you had to do was go to the coach. But I was cool. You know, I, as an RA, I had one issue, man. I had one problem being an RA. This guy next door to me, he didn't have a refrigerator. So he, he didn't have a refrigerator. So what he would do is tie his sodas, like his two liters, he would tie a string around them and hang them out the window to keep them cold. So, but he would use the blind, like the, blind, the window blind. So his blind would be all the way you know, up and then the soda hanging out the window. So they were scared that the soda was going to like drop and hit somebody in the head because we were up kind of high. So they didn't know what room he was in. So what me and my roommate would do is whenever we would go out drinking off campus, we would keep the bottles. So we had like mad dog bottles, crazy horse (laughs) bottles, beer bottles, liquor bottles, and we would just store them joints in the cloud. So we were going to be like, yo, at the end of the semester, at the end of the school year, we're going to see how many bottles we had. So by this fool doing this, hanging the bottles out the window, one day I come in the dorm, I get off the elevator, 
And it's like mad police in the hallway. I mean, like it's like five, six police in the hallway. Oh, wow. And they like, you in this room right here? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just my room. So we go in the room. They were like, you know, we see all these liquor bottles in there. And they were like, yo. So, and I'm like, but at the time, you know, because I started school late, they were like, you know, you're not supposed to have this on campus. I'm like, yo, it's empty. It's nothing in it. We collect the bottles. The good thing is I was 21. So I was old enough to have the liquor bottles. But, you know, so so we had to go through a whole hearing. Dang. Like, we had to go through a hearing. Yeah, because it was the, the liquor bottles. It's like, it's was, it always was considered having paraphernalia on campus. Right, you're not right, supposed right. to have it. So we go before, uh, we go before the dean. This dude kicked us out of school for a year, suspended us out of school for a year, like a whole year. Like I'm, I'm like, so in my, in my mind, I'm like, you have two black males. We both had, uh, we both, because we trying to join the fraternity, so we both had passing grades, no disciplinary action. All this is our first offense ever being in trouble in school, and we had empty bottles in our in in the. And so we kept them in the closet. So really, to be honest, they wouldn't have even known. Our, they didn't go in our closet like it was open, but when they opened. They saw all of you know all of the reds, you know. Right, right, right. right. In there, man. <laughs> we probably had about like seven, eight bottles in the closet. Just seven or eight. That's not. Yeah. I'm thinking you had like twenty five. Nah, or something. nah. We so we it, we we were just starting. You know, you got to think school had just started because it was it was getting cold. So the semester starts. So yeah. yeah, we had the bottles. We got suspended. I think the most we probably had was about eleven tops, but you know eleven. But so you know we got so we went to the, the dean. We got kicked out. They tried to kick us out of school for a year, so we went to the president of the university, and we had we we had like people on campus that write letters for us, our teachers, everything, you know. And then they reversed it, and they put us on like a probationary period, and we had to do a certain amount of hours of community service, and we had to work in the cafeteria. So, <laughs> oh wow, so, so that, you were, you were RA and a cafeteria. Yes, yeah, so I was I was an RA in the dorm, and I had to go work in the cafeteria. But it was it was crazy because. It just made us. It made us more popular on campus. Because, <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah. Because when we went, because when we, uh, when when people came in the cafeteria, they was like, "Yo, Sad, what you doing back there?" You know. So I'm, I know all. I got to know all more students that was coming in. I was helping on the line, fixing the food. I was in the back, opening up the cans and moving. You know. So I, it was like I had to do like I'm thinking like 40 hours of community service. But but you right though, because when you watch the prison movies, the dude working behind the, <laughs> yeah. the dude, man, he shuts it down. You yeah. know. What so I'm I, so, so I, I did my community service in the small cab. Oh. So, okay. I, so I didn't go to the large cab. I was like I did the small cab. I did all my community service. I was there. And and it was crazy because after that the police officers saw how much, how pop you know how cool we were on campus, so I ended up being super cool with the cops. Nice. So it it just it like that was crazy situation because I went from like nobody really knowing to like staff wise I was in front of the president you know I had to go through all that had to go to the hearing and then the dean that kicked me out for a year you know we ended up being super cool and we laughed and joked about it but. I kind of I let him know how I felt. Like that was a wrong thing to do to kick a student out. Like you know we didn't I didn't get caught smoking weed, doing drugs. We had people at Norfolk State selling drugs at the time, <laughs> bringing drugs on campus. Here I am. I had an empty bottle in my room. Not only that, it wasn't y'all weren't even upstairs for me. Y'all were upstairs for the dude next door to me. That's so, but you know it's it's a, uh, a a cool story to tell, man. But yeah, let me, you know let me give crazy, a, a quick shout out, man. To um, you said the little cab or the big cab, Miss 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 Madge at the big cab, man. She been there forever. She's Hold still there. She's still there. She's still there. Damn. She 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 actually works in the student union building now. Um, wow. You know we have a Chick Fil A on campus. Yo, do, do not not being funny, throwing. Do, do y'all have fast food restaurants at, at Lincoln? We have. We don't have. You know, it's uh, that's a good. I don't think so. Minute, yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. Like that, you know what I'm saying? But we have probably, you know, something comparable, but not necessarily like a Yeah, like a Chick-fil-A or a Pizza Hut, like no franchises or anything like that. It's a good question. I got to check, you know what I mean? That I don't know. We could probably start something there, you know, like Bubba's, Frank's or some shit like that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) This guy, this guy, you know what I'm saying? Forever taking shots at Lincoln, you know? (laughs) know This guy, this guy, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, man. It's it's all good, man, because my man was selling... I don't know how you got caught with nothing, and my man was selling straight alcohol straight out the room, no, no, no stops, no permit, nothing. Oh, my roommate, man, my oh. roommate was getting it in. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't even believe how you got caught with that, but you know that's another do- story. You know, Lincoln dudes move a little differently. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's what we can say. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. But you know that that was those were moments you look back on, and and out of that situation, 
grew some great relationships. Even to this day, when I see go back, I see them people on campus. We remember that, but we moved on. So it was it was cool. Nice. Cool moment, cool moment. But I know we talked about the dating aspect, so that was it. But let's get into these bands, you know, because my dorm was right next to the band. So this is a quick, like, journey down, you know, down the bands. And I also wanted us to talk about tonight the rankings of of HBCU. Actually, let's, let's put that one first, right? So the rankings of HBCU, I think I read, was it, it 40,000 applicants? I don't know the exact number applied to North Carolina a and I don't know the number. Don't, don't, um quote me directly, but I know it was a, a large number of applicants that applied to North, North Carolina A&T, and they all had 3.9s or more. So I think this is the most, you know, with that high GPA applying to one school. But when we talk about, you know, these rankings, I think that at some point in the future, we should come up with a WHBCU ranking where we rank our top 20 HBCUs. That's hot, man. Instead of letting other people rank them, like we we're familiar with it, we're in the community, we've been there, done that, we know. But also categorizing like what makes an HBCU number one, number two. To me, I feel like it's not just the the accredit accreditation, it's not just the amount of programs. I think it's dorm life, it's social life, it's the culture, yeah. and it's also safety. Like you cannot be a school that has a ton of crime happening around you, but we rank number two. We're number three. Like, nah, you might get your, your wig split walking across the street, but you talking <laughs> about you rank number one. Like, if the school is that good, focus on some safety and security. There's no way you should cross the street and, and, like, you come back with your shoes off or, like, oh, they took all my chains and my jewelry. Or I was in the dorm leaving the library and I heard somebody getting shot. Or oh, I'm walking down the street and there's some crackheads walking. Like, it's, nah. Right. That's just me. I feel like safety is important, the culture, all of that. Like, not only that, I feel like your, your HBCU ranking should also be attached to your homecoming. If your homecoming is diddly squat trash, you can't be talking about them. It's, to me, I feel like it encompasses everything. And I'm treating it like a hip-hop album. You can't be like, yo, I got the best lyrics, but the production is whack. The album cover is whack. The beats is whack. But, yo, you were spitting, son. Like, nah, we need a full body of work. And now, if you don't have that body of work, what we will say is your, your school is good based off the programs you have, so you get that nod. Like sports, you can't be like, yo, I'm the best player. All you do is rebound, son. So now, what you, you, you know what? You're the best rebounder. Right. If your school is good, uh, you know what? Y'all have the good architect program. But you can say, because well, we have the best architect program and the nursing program, hold on, what, what about everything else? The dorms are shitty. The professors are foreign. <laughs> they can't even speak English, you know, like, come on, like, let's, let's put this thing into perspective. And I know everybody wants to have that number one school, you know, but, you know, that's just my take on it. What, what do y'all think, brothers? I don't know, man. It, it kind of goes both ways, you know what I mean? Because academics are important, you know what I mean? You got to bring something to the table. And a lot of times, some of those schools have kind of, they've kind of found their groove. You know what I mean? Whether you're looking at a, a Tuskegee or a Spelman or Xavier, they they found their groove, man. And so, you know what I mean? They're they're Howard, and so it's we have to find different metrics to measure other schools who are coming up as well. Like you know, um, like a school that may not really get looked for for their academics. You know what I mean? And so, we, what what are we doing to what are we doing to measure those schools who may not always get the notoriety? You know. Because you can't really penalize them if they don't have a, a large enrollment like other schools. And so that plays a role, you know, in, the, in terms of the money that they're bringing in, the terms of the opportunities that they're able to offer students, as well as their alumni. I mean, I don't think I would penalize a school for that. I think, like, let's, let's, let's talk about Tougaloo or Livingstone, for, for an example. I would put those schools in the category. And those are very good schools, by yeah, the way. If, they're great schools. The campus looks good. The safety is good. The programs are good. It's a credit. It's an accredited school. I think they belong in the in the conversation. And this is my personal take on HBCUs, and not for us to get super political. I think that we need the large schools and we need the big school. I mean, the the small schools and the medium schools. They cater towards like your comfortability. Like some people don't want to go to school with. Like uh, I was talking to my frat brother, his daughter. She visited A&T, 
and she just didn't want to go to a big school. Mm. She had the grades to get into A&T. She, she actually applied. She got into Hofstra. She got into NYU. So, you know, if she got into those schools, she can definitely get into. But it, the school just was too big for her. Right. So she wanted to go to Fayetteville State. It was small. And some people, they, they like that small intimacy. So I, I don't think that you get penalized for being a smaller school. I think that it encompasses everything. And I, and, I, and I don't want to keep making these sports analogies, but I look at like small markets like Seattle Supersonics. And I'm just going to do the trans. At one point, Golden State would be considered that. It wasn't a market where everybody wanted to go to. And let's be clear, when, when Steph decides to leave there, who knows where they may go back to. Oh, yeah. It's not like a market like L.A., New York, Chicago, Miami. You know, it's a small market. So sometimes small markets are better for certain players. You ever see a, a player play in a small market, but then you put him in a – like, whoa, this ain't going to work. Like Dwight Howard. He, he was well in Orlando. Put him in L.A., Houston, like, whoa, it, it, it's yeah. whoa. It gets a little, little choppy here. And I feel like students are the same way. You know, they, they may work well at a Livingston, a Livingstone or a, a woman that goes to Bennett College, but you put her in a Hampton University or a Howard and it's like she may not fare too well. So I think it's a, it's a necessary need to have those schools there and to give them the, 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 the correct notoriety if the campus is good. I think, to me, campus life dictates your experience. Mm. You know, like, how can you focus with a, a, a messed up library? How can you focus when you hear gunshots or you see rats running around the campus. You know, like to me, that's important. And I think Norfolk State was a safe haven for me for that. I didn't have to worry. I think the most I might have had to worry about in Norfolk State was one or two times where we turned on the heat and it, was, it wasn't. All, but for the most part, my dorm life was great. You know what? And it's and to your point, man, the experience is, is what matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's one reason why, like, that's one reason why we're taking on this podcast is because. We want to be able to bring resources to so, so that these students and alumni can go back to their schools and really feel proud, and, and we can support and be a solution to those areas that might be a problem. Like I have a friend, and his daughter goes to HBCU, and, he, and you know he was just complaining about the the dorms. Like he's just, the, 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 his daughter was complaining about the way the dorms were set up. I mean, you could just tell that it really brought down her experience as a student. She yeah. didn't want to leave but transfer. But if there was something in place to bring the quality of life of living on campus up, you know, it would just heighten her experience as a student. You know what I mean? And I think all of that kind of plays a role, you know what I mean, in terms of, and what I think about, when I look at a ranking up, when I love the idea is because it allows us to like dig deep, analyze it, and then also like, you know what, you know, and it's fun, it's, it's always fun. And it allows people to step their game up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I also feel like giving it a ranking, like if we give you, a, let's say, a, a score on a scale of one to 10, and we give your school a seven, it's an average. Like, and I know people seven say- Seven is a high average. Yeah, seven, seven is, but you know, some people say, well, academic academics is everything, but based off of what? You know, like it, it's something that has to go into that category. You know, like, like if you say, okay, I want a fast car. All right, you got speed, but how is the seat belt? in the car, you know, like how is the steering wheel, the, the steering wheel for you to manage the car, how, how are the tires? But I got the fast engine. It's like, so if, if a person says to me, oh, we got, we got all the academic programs in what else? Because you can have all the academic programs, but if the safety's not good, the dorm life is not good, the food is horrible, the, the teachers, you know, aren't there for the students. To me, all of that matters. And, and I think us having this podcast is the student experience to me, is overall. And I think sometimes we get so competitive and we want our school to be the best school, but the reality of it is is how the bleachers when you go to the game, how's the football equipment. You know, what are these students actually getting for their overall experience in the, in the schools? And I, I'm going to use so many analogies. It's like, to me, a relationship. My, you know, my wife, she can be bad. Nice body, 36, 24, 36. How's her attitude? Mm. How's she treat me? You know, all of that. Like, how does she treat my family? You know, all of that matters when choosing. And I think when we just dismiss it and be like, there's history. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, like, and what I, are you doing I, now for and, me? What are you exactly. doing now for me? I use this another example. That's like Henry T. Ford invented the first car. Is it the best car? Hell no. Is it the... No, it's not. You yeah. got Ferrari. You know, there's a number of cars. You got Aston Martin. 
but it's the first. So do you keep saying, you know, we the first? Like, nah. Like, I, and I think we're in a, a, in a day and time now where it's okay. You know, y'all had a hell of a run. It's just like a basketball team, the Lakers and the Celtics. Y'all had a hell of a runs. But now there's some up-and-coming big dogs. You know, you got the, the, the Steph Currys. You know, you got the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, we got other, other places. That, you know, like, and I think we need to highlight those other schools. And when you told me about Tougaloo, I looked, that campus, to me, it's a good-looking campus. Bro. It's a beautiful campus. I didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't look it up. I, 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 man, I looked, I looked at that campus, man. They had green grass, <laughs> a lot of green grass, well-kept green grass. The buildings look good. The stadium, I was like, what? Tougaloo. Trying to, to tell you. And that goes like one of my close friends, you know, he tells about how beautiful Savannah State is, man. They say Savannah State is one of the most – Beautiful campuses, you know, in Atlanta, HBCUs. But, yeah, to your point, man, we're on WHBC Radio. I am Jonas and Kosey, representing the one and only Lincoln University, PA. Have my two co-hosts with me, represented from Norfolk State. Absolutely, man. Hey, man, that car analogy, man, let's let's give an applause to that. I like that. That was pretty good, yo, man. Yo, that yo, was real, real talk, good, real man. Because Ford is definitely not the best, but we, that's I'm going to tell you topic. what we need to make a move to, man. Was that? The Grand Prix, man, going to Vegas. Grand Prix. The, the, um, you know, you have the uh, the Formula One, the Formula uh, One cars, man. You saw it? Oh, my goodness. They setting it up right now in Vegas, man. Oh, yeah? It's coming soon, bro. You got to, you know, shout out to Richard Hamilton and Team Mercedes-Benz, man. Do y'all, have y'all watched that Netflix show, um, Formula One Drive to Survive? No, nah, oh, I never goodness, saw it. Man. Get, I like cars, bro, man. man. It's phenomenal. But to you, you talk about a sports analogy. You talk about you being suspended, you know what I mean? <laughs> what y'all think about my man Draymond Green, man? Did you think it was worth him getting? Draymond. <laughs> Dray, shout out to Draymond. He's, you know what I'm saying? Draymond was stomping on my man like he was in a fraternity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my man Draymond. But you know what I mean? I don't think my man should have been suspended. That's just my opinion. Maybe he, he was ejected from the game. That was enough. They didn't have to do anything else to Dre. I think they won the series, man. I mean, we should have had you vouch from my man to the NBA <laughs> office. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He needed you, bro. Why you ain't talking man Draymond up, man? What's up? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Hilarious. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I haven't, I think one of the things I've, not to get all like focused, you know, into detail, but I, I think the last two seasons, I just haven't been into any sports just because of businesses and things that I'm trying to get into <laughs> just to, to, you know, I, could have fooled I, me with all these sports analogies. I mean, but but nah, <laughs> nah, he's good with his analogies. But, but the sports man. analogies come from like a history of me just like understanding the game and knowing the yeah. game. So I'm not saying I, I haven't watched highlights and I see the news, but I can't tell you the last time I sat down and watched a full NFL game. I cannot tell you the last time I sat down and watched a full basketball game. Have I been in a sports bar and I'm eating food and I watch a quarter? But I just feel like I can't give that that much time. You know, we. We, I used to get so involved in these games and caught up in these these games. I'm like, yo, these dudes are millionaires running around, and after the game it. is over, they going to eat at a fine get, establishment yeah. to, together. So like, even though I'm watching LeBron and and Draymond <laughs> get into it, and afterwards they like, yo, man, Mimi, the main back coming. I, that's my version of it. It's like going to court. The DA and the, the judges and. The lawyers, they all, they play golf together. So <laughs> I was making it very personal and getting all emotional, caught up in the game. And for them, it's a job and they have fun afterwards. So I just haven't been able to get into it um, this season. So the playoffs, I've been watching a little bit. I, of course, when the finals come, I'll get into it. But to sit and watch a whole first round, second round, semifinal, no, sir, you can't get that. You you, you get not, that. You're not invested? No, no, not at all. I'm invested to this podcast, getting this, <laughs> getting this on iHeartRadio, getting this on Apple Radio. I'm invested to the logos and merch, but I can't sit there and do that, you know. But I would love to have an NBA initiative, <laughs> you know, an NBA initiative with us, you know. Draymond yeah, stomp the yard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Draymond stomp the chest. Yeah. But no, that's what's up, man. No, but it's a good stuff, man. You know, I um again to your point. Uh, again, school, every school has a niche for people, you know what I mean? Whether it's a small school, big school, and I love to hit the rankings up, man. I'm, I'm down for yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? I also feel that if we did it, we incorporate not just our three opinions, but we get a panel. Right. And, and we and we have people to sit down, and, and it's a collective effort, and I think we do it yearly, and we gather data, you know, and we, and we, and I, yeah, we gather some data, and we just, 
hone in on it and we just, you know, and we knock that joint out and it'll be the WHBCU top 20 schools. Top 20. Top 20 schools. You know. All right. Yeah, so, you know, and, and I think, you know, I, I think it'll be a good look. There might be some people mad at us, but... Why don't you do top 25, you know what I mean? Top 25. Top 25. Top 25. No, top 25. So let, so let me ask you a question. Do you think Lincoln makes the top 25? Without question. Damn. Without question. We're already up there, man. We, we like hitting 22 right now in the U.S. News report. So, we are, I mean, you know what I mean? No question we're going to hit number 22, okay. man. We have a very competitive program at Lincoln. Uh, hey, listen, brother, educate me. I, 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 <laughs> you I mean, didn't know? No, I, 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 I didn't know. I didn't oh, know. Now you know, brother. Now yeah. you know. All okay. the jokes you got on our school, but it's all good, man. We we, we coming pretty hard. We looking reputable. It's always. Pause. It's always. Pause, my brother. Pause. Always, man. Pause, my brother. Pause, Yo. Man. <laughs> man. Did you hear what my man said? Yo. Did, did you hear what you just said, brother? What did I say, man? That caused you to say pause, man. No, you said, um, I don't even want to repeat it, brother. You said something. Oh, that, my God. Did you hear what you said? <laughs> man, man, come on, man. This is a HBCU. This is a clean podcast, my brother. Yo. This guy, man. So, all right. So, let's just transition to the hot seat. The hot seat. Where yeah. I ask questions, you know what I'm saying? Some are funny. It might be. So we're gonna jump right into the hot seat. The hot seat. Hot seat. Okay, so I got a question for both of you gentlemen. Yes, sir. So let's just say a comedian. I'm gonna say these three comedians: Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, and Dave Chappelle. They're hosting a happy hour. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, let's flip it. Yeah. They're doing a dinner party. Yeah. Which one of y'all going? Whose house are y'all going to? Name them again. Eddie Murphy, uh-huh. Dave Chappelle, uh-huh. Kevin Hart. Dave Chappelle for me. Dave Chappelle for me, they, too. Okay, all right. Man, <laughs> that's cool. Can I ask why? <laughs> man, I, Dave Chappelle, man, going to bring the heat, bro. And he going he gonna to talk to you, and then you be like, then he going to come back with something crazy. You all got to be on the edge of Dave Chappelle. You never know what's coming. What's, what's coming, right, right, right. <laughs> and it just sound like he'll have some go-go music there too. You from DC? Ah, so, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be able to flow with him. You know, he gonna have a hot party. He did, he did the uh, the jukebox parties. You know, he gonna have some good music. He'll have most death. Uh, That's true. Um, he what was have, the what was the mo- was it was a movie he did? One of the movie back then. I forgot the name of it. Man. But yeah, he had most death. It was so, like a or documentary. Buy, That's what it was. Erica Badu might come through. So That's true. Dave Chappelle. Okay. You said Dave Chappelle too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. All right. So what's more important to y'all? And this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Fame or riches? They're kind of like, are they the same? No, nah, they're not the nah, same. No, they're not the same. Because you could, you could be, you know, working hard on the street, you know what I'm saying, for certain reasons and be famous and not be rich. Respect or would you, all right, wealth or respect? I give you, I say that. I'll say wealth because if I respect myself, that's all that matters. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And if God love me, then that's that's good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't know, man. I'm gonna go a little different <laughs> on this. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go a little different on it. For me, for me, I I for me. I like he hesitated. Nah, he hesitated. So, but, because <laughs> I, but, no, so for me, so for me, I'm 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 just huge on the respect aspect of okay, it. Okay, okay. And and to me, money is eh, it just it, it comes and goes. So my thing is, you can be wealthy and lose it, but mm. I feel like respect is just like that shit is earned, and once you got it, it's just it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Now I, that's just my my purpose. Everybody take money, but I just don't view money like that. Gotcha. I view money like you can get it, it comes, it goes, but I feel like respect, you earn that shit, and what you go through to get it, it just stays. It's like a stamp of approval. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? Like but, a big but, dog. But he said wealth. He didn't say riches. Wealth is something that is established over time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, he said, no, he said. He, he, he switched it. He said riches and fame. Then he said that's a good one. Then he flipped it and said wealth and respect, which is totally different. You know what I'm saying? Another. So you know. What oh I'm man. So you know what I mean. So to his point, like wealth, man. You know, what I mean? it's not about just you. You know what I'm saying? So you talking generational wealth? Yeah, wealth. man. You can yeah. take care, of like. So you know what I'm saying? People can, 
because you you looking at the you looking at the long term. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, taking yeah. care of my family. My my family gonna be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That's 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 all we got for the hot seat. The hot seat. You know what I'm saying? So we got we, we got a trivia question from we got a trivia my question, Mello, my man. All right. So this is going out to you know I mean you asked the question to be Greek or not to be Greek. So what HBCU had the first sorority on campus? I don't know this man. You might have you you. Yeah man. The first sorority on campus? Ah damn. I don't know. I, I the first sorority. I would I would probably have to say um, I'm a guest. I'm gonna say Howard. Okay, Howard. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Are you good? Was I right? You you right, you're right. So what's the Damn. sorority? What's sorority though? Hold on, the, the sorority is AKA. There you go. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Yeah. Wow. In That's amazing, man. Congratulations, there man. You there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he had it. If he got that wrong, none of them coming to none of his parties. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> they come to none of his parties, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. So watch this. <laughs> AKAs were founded in uh, 1908 at Howard University, making it the first Greek-letter organization established mm -hmm. by black women. So nice. Shout out to all the AKAs. Shout, shout out, out to, to all the AKAs. You know what I'm saying? The skiwees. You know? Yeah. Beautiful lady. Yeah, 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 fellas. Good. That's good. That, that, that was, that was, that was, that wasn't, that wasn't a hard question. But um, yeah, it can, it can easily get overlooked. I wouldn't have known it. You know what yeah. I mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known it. If you bro. passed the baton. You was like, "Oh, that's on you." Yeah, that's man. on that's on you, my brother. <laughs> uh, but look who we have here. Look who. Look who we look have who here. We have here. Look who we have here. Look who's. <laughs> look who we have here is coming to class. Shout out to uh, Leroy. <laughs> if it isn't. <laughs> if it isn't James Davis, I'm glad you could join us God today. God dang, man, you said my whole damn James, bro. look who we have here, Davis. <laughs> if, if, if it's not James, oh, you're glad you can join us, James. <laughs> so glad can, you can join us. You said, <laughs> you repeated my class last semester. I was like, come on, bro. Welcome, come on, bro. Welcome back. Welcome back, James. <laughs> Good old James. Hit you with the mace drink. Welcome, welcome back. back. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, James. Yo, did he have another hit after that album? Like yeah. after he just had the welcome back joint, right? I don't know. I don't even know. That album was whack. That's when I was in Norfolk State. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> good times, man. Good times. <laughs> good times, good times. You are listening to WHBCU Radio. You know what I'm saying? Yes. WHBCU Radio. <laughs> I am Cedric Shamar, a.k.a. known as Ced Zivigan. <laughs> I'm Jonas and Kosi in the building representing Lincoln University. And Ja James from Norfolk State University. Yes, sir. It's been another episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out with us. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.